Hey everyone, and welcome to a Flophouse Mini. I'm Dan McCoy. I'm Stuart Wellington. And I'm Elliot Kalen. Uh, Stuart was so excited that I definitively started the podcast that he was pumping his uh, fist so hard that then he didn't pick up his own cue. No, no, uh, no. But, but this is a... So normally, this is a podcast where we watch a bad movie and then we talk about it. See, I was pumping but, my fist and then I had to take a big deep breath because I'm, mm-hmm. I'm very tired. I get tired very easily. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm weak. Um, so, yeah, as I was saying, we normally talk about a bad movie that we have watched. Uh, Today we'll talk about a bad movie we didn't watch. Flophouse minis are sort of, you know, Flophouse after dark. It's it's the Baywatch nights of the Flophouse. Um, And we do whatever we want. And... Was that uh, what Baywatch Nights was? The characters just did whatever well, they wanted. Baywatch Nights. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Somebody's like, for some reason, help! I'm drowning, <laughs> and, think, and they're like, mm, "This is my time." They're like, "Off the clock, buddy." <laughs> well, I think that I think that David Hasselhoff's character became a detective because he had always wanted to be one. So I kind of, I kind of did do whatever he wanted. Yeah, I get, no, you're right. You're right. Fair. Um, yeah, fair. So in this uh, Flophouse Nights, um, in the past, now Elliot, you have read. Um, from your son Sammy's uh, uh, writings. Um, yes, and for the record, he gave me permission and then revoked that permission on air, live. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Stuart, you also, you read um, something that you wrote as a as a young man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I haven't yet uh, shared something from my youth, uh, a piece of my writing, uh, but that will all change tonight. <sighs> oh, wow. Because I would like to share with you the Underground Adventure. Oh, by Daniel wow, look at McCoy. that picture. Yeah, so uh, who did that? Is that Quentin Blake did that in illustration? <laughs> no, the illustrations, <laughs> the words and illustrations are both by me. And okay. uh, you can see this is this is a, a, a blank book that was given to me that, of course, I had to write uh, my, uh, my story in. And then the front, you've got uh, a man... A woman, a child, and um, some sort of animal. I believe that's a badger smoking a pipe. I'm going to guess um, a mole, since it's a mole, an underground maybe. adventure. Mm-hmm. Badgers live underground, too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay, I'm glad that you clarified that this was a, uh, a blank book given to you instead. Uh, for a second, I thought that somebody had published this had published, and, and proper yeah. found it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, okay, we've got an actual date on this. We've got a copyright May nineteen. Oh, it's copyright nineteen eighty seven McCoy books. So but usually anyone... the copyright doesn't have the the day, it just has the year. But that's amazing that it has the yeah. day. Oh, yeah. it's McCoy books. I like it. McCoy books. Uh, my so you were how nineteen eighty seven? You were you were how old? Twenty. Uh, eighty seven. Let's see. So seventy eight was when I was born. At nine years old. Mm-hmm. Uh, although. Uh, if it was May 19th, that would be uh, one month before my birthday. Anyway, moving into... Which would make you how old? Cool. Just testing your math. Uh, one month short of 10. So here we go. Um, the octopus flopped up onto the shore by wow. some quirk of nature. I like that. This, this, this is the theme, of, the theme of flops already early in your career. Yeah. The octopus flopped up onto the shore. By some quirk of nature, it had feet. Look. Although... He didn't know how to use them yet. There was another strange thing about this octopus. Mm-hmm. It had fangs. <laughs> New paragraph. Wait, By the I want to see that. Wait, I want to see that picture. Hold on. I, okay, I can see. On. I can see. There's a picture of the octopus there's with fangs. A Very well rendered. Oh, okay. 
Those yeah, are the fangs. I can't. The feet, it's hard to tell, but the fangs I are mean, very clear. They've got, uh, yeah. Those, got those little... just like bent tentacles. The mm-hmm. tentacles, we call no, them. No, I like it. I'm, I'm into yeah, it. Yeah, bent tentacles. Mm-hmm. Uh, by the seashore, a few feet away, two girls were talking. Mm-hmm. I tell you, it's an octopus, the first girl said. With feet? Ha! You must be joking. The octopus ran toward the second girl. So, okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Turning the page here. Now, that's, um, the girl that, that's the girl that doubted it, that it, its existence. The second existence. girl's the one who doubted this uh, octopus with feet. Um... Don't get too attached to the second girl, because here we go. It jumped on her and gulp. Hey, I'm glad you did that, the first girl said. Wow. But, but before <laughs> but before she could pat it on its head, it ate her too. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just desserts. Uh-huh. And, that, de- and literally dessert <laughs> for the octopus. That's so. Ate him right up," said the man to the warden over the phone. Wait, is this is this a cut to a new scene, or, a was the, or is he telling this story beforehand? Yeah. Uh, is this a Sargasso is, manuscript type scenario? We have where it's uh, like nested shifted, stories. We've shifted perspective. We're seeing this uh, gentleman on the phone. That's so. Ate him right up," said the man to the warden over the phone. Oh no! Here it comes. Gulp. The line went dead. The warden sighed and hung up. <laughs> what will teenagers think up next? He said. But I'd better go anyway. And the uh, warden again. Here we can see the picture of what's going on here. We've got a okay. split screen. Yeah. Yeah. Can, the warden yeah, is kind of a sheriffy type. Yeah. He's got yeah. a mustache. It's very Palma. Yeah. Is that you a bear? The, is there a, that a bear light bulb hanging yeah, above the, him? You can tell it's a police station because <laughs> it's a bear light bulb hanging from the ceiling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, One Chippendale chair. Sure. Um, so moving, moving on. No, oh, yeah. When so, he got there, so, so far I like I like it opens almost like like Prometheus a little bit. Like we have this strange <laughs> creature emerging, and mm-hmm. it it is re- uh, you know Stuart, you love a a smash cut opening. Yeah, yeah. It is one of those media res openings. Yeah. I didn't expect so much of it to take place above ground. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, we're That's getting true. there. We're getting there. We're getting there. <laughs> Uh, when he got there, there were a lot of bones. Fish, he said. <laughs> when the warden's clothes were found with a skeleton inside, the mayor went on TV. <laughs> I don't know what's going on around here, but I'm going to gulp. <laughs> I tell you, it was an octopus, the TV yeah. manager said. Uh-huh. Well, I've got an idea. We could live underground, the deputy said. Wow. So, okay. Already. <laughs> so they have seeded Abandoned the surface, the surface world. world yeah. <laughs> the octopus. And here you can see the mayor. Of the mayor. It says mayor's stand on his uh, podium or yeah. whatever. <laughs> or pedestal. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it says up there on air to make it clear he's on television right now. And there's a, there's a camera. No cameraman. Just a camera point at him. I assume yeah. the cameraman already devoured by the octopus or yeah. ran away upon seeing the octopus. Yeah. yeah. And, and the I thing is, is like, if you think about it. This might be a light. I don't know. Yeah, or or a pinwheel. Hard to tell. (laughs) If you think about it, anybody who's wearing clothes has a skeleton inside their clothes. You know what I mean? It's true. (laughs) Yeah, there's a few layers in between the clothes and the skeleton usually, but... Usually. Not always. Just look at Jack Skellington. Here... You're you're correct. Thank you. (laughs) Yeah, it's just a skeleton wearing clothes. Here I'm about to use a term that I have no idea 
where it came into my uh, 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 mind mm-hmm. as a nine, almost ten years old. And please um, don't let it be a racial slur. Yep. That's just well, <laughs> but it's a racial slur against my own race. So uh, I guess it's okay. It's a real gray area. Uh, that's it. We could run a cartoon called Honky Humor to get the kids to go underground, the manager said. <laughs> and we could also warn the parents. Now, I don't know where that... <laughs> why even a, a provocateur, even at a young age. I mean, it could. I could have just thought it was a, like a, 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 you know, a show about horns. You know, comedy jokes, japes about it's horns. It's possible. I mean, you were transgressive. Gooses, this, was, this was your... This is your Putney Swope. You're really, you're really pushing boundaries with it. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, and we could also warn the parents. Now, ten days later, that's my Brett's time jump. <laughs> now, who was talking in that last in that last part? It just says ten days later in the. No, no. Before before that, who was talking about the who was talking about the offensive cartoon show? Uh, the manager. It says <laughs> mm-hmm. the TV manager. TV okay. manager, yeah. TV, didn't he get eaten? Yeah, the, no, 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 the no, mayor. no. Oh, the mayor got eaten. Mm-hmm. The mayor and got and eaten. you mentioned you suggested the, the cameraman as well. Oh, right. Okay. Ten days later, well, a man said, <laughs> "How do you like it?" <laughs> Why, a kid said, "I want to go back up." They had just descended into the great underground tunnel by way of the safety elevator. Up, <laughs> darn. <laughs> I knew we forgot something when we built that elevator. Now, um, here's just mm-hmm. like a little diagram. You can see. Well, wow, oh, there's, a a whole, yeah, there's a whole town underground. Yep. Mm-hmm. The and, way, uh, yeah, the, I mean, it looks, it, or the way it's drawn, it looks like it could be inside of a stomach. Yeah, it, it does. does look, yeah. Um, now, I, li- I like that's a very old fashioned touch, Dan, that he says safety elevator. <laughs> way of the safety. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I knew we forgot something when we built that elevator. The man, whose name was John, started Mm -hmm. yelling at the people, Stop! Go back up! Frida, a woman that was with them, started screaming. (laughs) Now we're getting names. I love it. It's a very very kid way of of doing it, where you're like, a man who was named John. (laughs) Let let me show you all the math. Yeah. (laughs) Let me me fill out this character. His name was John. Uh, a, Frida, a woman that was with them, started screaming, but it was too late. Then the kid, whose name was Ike, started yelling at John. Okay. Do you mean to tell me you forgot the up button? Later, after everyone heard the bad news, suddenly a mole popped out of the wall. And I'm just going to, here's the. That's uh, John, Frida, and Ike, right? Yeah. I didn't even have to write that down. I did a good job. Yeah, yeah, very good. big shoulders on yeah, John. Yeah, John's a fucking beefcake. He's like a he's like a he's like Moose from the Archie comics. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, uh, you know, it's always good to to le- to to pause on a cliffhanger. A mole has <laughs> just popped out of the wall. <laughs> yep, can't get a bigger cliffhanger than that. I mean, considering the body count is enormous in this story already because mm-hmm. of a fanged octopus, the appearance of the mole is not a heightening thing. Yeah. But What's that mole here for? You won't know until after this ad. Hi, my name is Graham Clark, and I'm one half of the podcast Stop Podcasting Yourself, a show that we've recorded for many, many years. And uh, at the moment, instead of being in person, we're recording remotely, and uh, you wouldn't even notice. You don't even notice the lag. 
That's right, Graham. And uh, the great thing about this. Go ahead. No, you go ahead. Okay. Okay, go ahead. And you can listen to us uh, every week on MaximumFun.org. Or wherever you get your podcasts. Your podcasts. Hi, I'm Allie Gertz. And I'm Julia Prescott. And we're the hosts of Around Springfield. Around Springfield is a Simpsons-adjacent podcast where we talk to Simpsons folks about non-Simpsons things. That's right. So in the past, we've gotten to talk to legendary showrunners and writers like Al Jean, Bill Oakley, Josh Weinstein, Dana Gould, Mike Reese, and David X. Cohen. Voice actors like Maurice LaMarche, Maggie Roswell, and Yardley Smith, the voice of Lisa Simpson herself. Hell yeah. (laughs) So we've been away securing guests for our final five episodes we won't tell you everybody but we'll let you know that the last episode is kind of a big deal we got matt graining (gasps) homer's dad we got homer's dad check out new episodes of round springfield starting june 21st on maximum of fun or wherever you get your podcasts smell you later now (laughs) more than ever storytellers and content creators are challenged with producing more video content at a higher quality than ever before. Keep up with the growing demands for modern video content without sacrificing your vision with stock media from Storyblocks. Storyblocks is dedicated to being the world's best royalty-free stock media subscription service with an ever-growing library that has ever-growing, I think I said ever-growing library, mm-hmm. which... I mean, it could be groaning under the weight version. of all yes, the, the, sh- the, sh- stock. the shelves are groaning under that weight of all those story blocks, all that, yeah. all that footage, yeah. An ever-growing library that has over 1 million high-quality stock assets, including 4K HD footage, After Effects, and Premiere. You can watch that footage on Dan's TV. He has a 4K TV. We talked about it before the show. <laughs> and Premiere Pro templates. Thank you. Music. Images, sound effects, and more. They have affordable su- subscription plans and tools. And with Storyblocks Unlimited All Access Plan, you can get unlimited downloads of everything in their library. And even if your subscription ends, everything you've downloaded is yours to keep. And as a part of the ongoing Restock Initiative, Storyblocks has released a new round of collections. Queer Spaces and Faces, created by some really incredible LGBTQI plus creators that will feature the layered experiences of the LGBTQI plus community. Um, you know, Storyblocks is a great way to uh, tell your stories. Perhaps someone wants to make an adaptation of The Underground Adventure by Dan McCoy. Now, I, if you want to do that, I will go so gotta... far as to say the first person to send us a animated version of this story using story blocks i will send them a hinterlands t-shirt <laughs> wow <laughs> what a great deal so uh why don't you uh explore the story blocks library and subscribe today at storyblocks.com slash flop that's storyblocks.com slash flop let's return to the story oh wow can't wait uh, to find out whether that mole is gonna be able to help john frida and ike yeah now if you We'll recall it. The, uh, a mole has just popped from the wall. Um, I'm gonna. I'll back up a little bit uh, here. A mole popped out of the wall. Nothing strange about that. Everyone went on eating. I say. <laughs> so th- wait, they were eating. <gasps> yeah, they yeah. were eating when the mole showed up. New information, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, everyone went on eating. I say. 
everyone started. The mole had talked. I say, you'd better come with me, and on the, wa- on the way, I'll tell you why I can talk. <laughs> everyone followed him into the hole. There used to be an island where all the animals could talk, yep. but one day it became occupied. It is now called Iceland. <laughs> Here's a picture of the mole. Oh, very, he looks like he's wearing like a turtleneck, maybe, yeah. or a sweater. He's got Real a little dapper sweater guy. on. Yeah, like and he's it. got a tiny little pipe. He's got a lot of attitude. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's got his chest stuck out like he's that Wisconsin Badger mascot. What do you guys, <laughs> uh, Bucky. His what do you guys Bucky. think about that Iceland ex- surprise? It's kind of like the end of, uh, you know, the invitation game when you learn about mm. where computers are. Oh, when you learn that the, that the computer they were making, we now call them computers. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Do you think there is anyone who was watching that movie who went, oh, at the end when the text said, we call them computers? Yeah, I was watching that and I looked down at the computer that was on my lap and I was like, what? <laughs> That's your dad. <laughs> we all went underground after that. Suddenly they came to a dirt wall. Oh, so this is a creation myth for moles. I guess they lived above ground until Iceland was taken from them. <laughs> it was taken by the people. This is like a just so story. Yeah. Suddenly they came to a dirt wall. Oh no, said the mole, whose name was Zinui. It caved in. <laughs> He was sad. Look here, John. I should laugh. I'm sure that's a very normal name for a mole. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Look here, John said. Maybe just a part caved in. Start digging. He dug. Sanui's paws flew like mad, Mm -hmm. but it was no use. Here's a little... I'm not really sure. This picture is a little hard to... Iceland. There's the colonizers arriving to kick off the moles. Mm -hmm. Mm, And the other animals, yeah. And other animals, yeah. The next day, John said, according to my calculations, we are 100 miles from London, where we started, and are under the Atlantic Ocean. It was not a happy prospect. On the third day, they so found... Wait, so wait, that, so what? that mayor that got eaten, that was the Lord Mayor of London. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I guess so. It <laughs> wow. didn't seem like we were in England earlier. <laughs> it did, certainly did not. <laughs> And the fact that Probably because you that, weren't uh, doing accents when you were reading those yeah, characters' dialogue. The, the fact that the warden looked like a cowboy sheriff. Uh, Felt like, yeah, more of a jaw situation. Uh, on the third day, they found a crack and water started rushing in. And I put rushing in quotes and capitalized it. I don't know mm. the significance of that, but... Water started. You're quoting someone who's saying rushing. (laughs) Someone who was screaming it. Yeah, Uh yeah. It's a reference to the band Rush, I think. (laughs) If it got to the center of the Earth, it would produce steam, and the whole Earth would blow up. That makes sense. The math checks out. (laughs) I mean, it's it's someone's pointing to it as if to say, "There's the problem, sir." (laughs) (laughs) There's there's the water officer. Arrest that liquid. that, That kid thinks he did something. Yeah. Uh, I will say, I think you could sell that movie, that there's a leak in the earth and it's going to put the core out. Yeah, and Uh make steam. They built a a big trampoline, and the water pressure pushed against it and bounced up to the surface. It formed a circle that pulled in all the boats and planes that went down, and it is now known as the Bermuda Triangle. (laughs) The end. Wow, that was some story. See what yeah, now, he's, now he's pointing at the trampoline as if to say, there it is, officer. That's the solution. <laughs> and uh, 
or don't arrest that water anymore. Uh, and, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I've got one one more thing here. It says about the author. Okay. I am Daniel McCoy, and I will be nine next month. I like to swim and eat a lot, and I hope you liked this book. And then there's a portrait, and it says, "This does not look like me, even though I meant it to." And uh, I don't go. know about that. Mm. <laughs> Dan has more of a nose. Yeah. Than that. Well, actually, now I can no, see I it. I like yeah. it. I mean, that, um, I like the smile. Yeah, I like the reptilian eyes that you put in there. So that's the underground adventure, guys. I'd like to, you know. So I wasn't uh, expecting the formation of the Bermuda Triangle to be the final <laughs> reveal, but I like it. Yeah. Now, now we should ask you. We should now. There's unfortunately no book club question and answer section in the back. Well, that's the like thing I wanted to say. Have, I, we can wrap up pretty early because I know that everyone here is tired. But I, I just want to like maybe a, a little discussion of the themes of the book. Sure. Yeah. Um. You know, if you had any questions for the author, uh, like uh, things you wanted to volunteer, interpretations, anything. Now, now here's I think my 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 first question that I had for the author is what. <laughs> It's a good question. Um, I was a kid, and I didn't really, I didn't really think about how you have to plan out a plot beforehand and sort of have an idea of where maybe. I mean, you, you clearly knew they were going underground because the title of the book is "The Underground it's, Adventure." I, I, well, I, you know, that's true. Although it's possible that I went back and I titled it "The Underground Adventure" after the fact. That's that's very possible. That you, you sold the book. With a proposal about a vampire octopus, <laughs> and and unfortunately the story just got away with you. That's not the characters. That's the great thing about writing is when the characters start telling you what they want to do. That's the thing. It's you're really uncovering a story that just already exists in the universe. So, yeah. did you expect Zanui to be the breakout character of the story, or was that just happenstance? <laughs> I think I did because I don't think you can draw a mole that smokes a little pipe and not uh-huh, know yeah. that he's going to be yeah. What's a fan what's favorite. next for Zanui? <laughs> That's a good question. Is is there mm. romance in his future? <laughs> or her? Did you specify that it was a it was a male? I, you know, I don't know if I did. I you know, I think the character. The character to me feels like a very um, wind in the willows kind of yeah. uh, cozy character mm-hmm. who just wants to hang out. Although he, from Iceland, <laughs> that's the weird, like a, mm-hmm. a, a like a sort of a Bjork wind in the willows, yeah. uh, maybe. Mm-hmm. Now here, the, I I'm just impressed at how much you decided to tackle in this book because you're providing us with the origin of human habitation in Iceland. Why moles live underground? Where the Bermuda Triangle comes from? All these things. Like this is there's a lot that you've covered in this story, uh, to the point where, you know, it's just an amazing amount of information that you've packed into these pages. And I was wondering really about is. the about the research process beforehand. How long did it take you to winnow down your research yeah, to just get is, to the vital that's essence? A good question. This was kind of like an ancient aliens uh, oh. book where I just made up a bunch of nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> so uh what uh what one more thing what uh what happened to the octopus <laughs> oh I, all I of america when everyone Dan. went underground <laughs> which might seem like an overreaction to uh-huh. the octopus the menace. octopus eventually starved to death starved because, to death yeah. because there's nothing to eat <laughs> yeah it's just too bad they didn't put an up button on that elevator or else they might have gotten out you know a few days later mm. after the octopus had died 
but yeah. Now, did everyone go underground, or is this like 28 Days Later where England is living in a state of uh, dystopia, but everyone, the rest of the world seems to yeah, be fine? Yeah, I mean, that could be a follow-up story. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's true. There are countless unanswered questions. Now, wait a minute. A so, didn't the Bermuda Triangle form before the events of this story? Well, I, I mean, how do you know when this story takes place? That's, I mean, I guess that's true. I mean, question. the existence of television yeah. and mm-hmm. an elevator kind mm-hmm. of helps to place it somewhat in history. That's true. Although maybe this is an earlier sim- civilization that died out. <laughs> I see. Far, far Where they before. also had names like John and Frida. <laughs> yeah. And I. And London. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> now, listen, now, was I right to detect some uh, sexual tension between John and Frida? <laughs> I think probably because they were an adult man and an adult woman and I was nine years old and that was my understanding of, you know, relationships at that Mm -hmm. point, uh, then probably yes. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, Had you seen Jaws at this point or did you? (laughs) (laughs) That's a great question. I don't know. Well, because like. I definitely wrote a story that was heavily influenced by the plot of uh, Romancing the Stone. Mm-hmm. So I'm wondering if if you were like, I love Jaws. Maybe I can improve on that shit. <laughs> yeah. Where's the pipe-smoking mole in this, <laughs> Steven? You're, you're like, the I mean, problem Richard is Dreyfuss the... is like not that far from That's the pipe-smoking mole character. <laughs> Very tr- I mean, if you're going to have an issue, you should take that issue with... Peter Benchley, mm-hmm. I assume. You know, that's go back to the origin. But I, it does feel like you, yeah, you saw Jaws and you said, when are they going to leave this beach? Yeah. <laughs> when are they going to go somewhere else? I want a when new are they location. Take an elevator beneath the ground and not be able to get yeah, yeah. back up. You think yeah. Jaws is scary? What if Jaws came on the land and made everyone live underground? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's got a, It's like if Jaws meets uh, the Fantastic Mr. Fox, mm-hmm. uh, meets Just So Stories. Meets the wind and the willows. Meets a child's understanding of history and science. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so get on it, uh, listeners. Uh, first one gets a Hinterlands T-shirt. Send it to uh, what's the email address, Dan? Uh, flophousepodcast at gmail.com. And okay. frankly, if you'd like to hear, if you'd like adult Dan to write a sequel to the book he wrote as a child, <laughs> I because I know I would. Yeah. I think, bribe uh, him. Let us know. <laughs> Uh, well, I think that's enough for this mini. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for indulging this silliness. Uh, I uh, know that I enjoyed sharing it with you. Mm-hmm. Um, thank you to Jordan Cowling, who uh, is our producer. Uh, we just learned that she's going to be leaving soon, unfortunately. We will miss her. Uh, we will have her for one more episode, but Jordan, thank you for so much. Oh man, we're going to have so many done. fucking bleeps in that episode. Yeah, it's true. Um, thank you to Maximum Fun for being our network. Uh, go over to MaximumFun.org, see a bunch of uh, great shows, click on them, listen to well, them in still your ears. See, listen to them. Don't you, yeah. you're well, not going to... You see the well, watch you, yeah, the show you, you can look at the, and you're the like, thumbnail. oh, this one sounds good. Uh-huh. You know. <laughs> okay. So, okay, when you said see you just meant literally like the the icon or the or look yeah. at the text. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Put it play it through GarageBand and look at the waveforms. <laughs> yeah. Um, yes. Uh, but for <laughs> I'm, I'm on when it comes to podcasts, I'm on a C sound diet. I see sound and then I listen to it. <laughs> for, for 
the flop house Tell- i have been the author of the underground adventure dan mccoy age 43 <laughs> <laughs> elliot i want you to run that c sound joke by sammy and see what the reaction is i think it's gonna be th- a positive one this is what i'm gonna get from him. he's gonna roll his eyes and go ha ha dad <laughs> Although he's he's still learning how to roll his eyes, he'll I'll say something he doesn't like, and he'll just wave his eyes around, basically wow. wave his head around. He goes, "Did I roll my eyes?" And I'm like, he's "Not exactly." Rolling his eyes at a teenager level. Oh yeah. Uh, you guys Very say your advanced. names, and then we can leave. Oh, my name is Stuart Wellington, an appreciator of the underground adventure written by Dan McCoy, age eight or nine. <laughs> yeah, a nine at the time. It was probably spread out over a period of a couple of months, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Dan's like Robert Caro. It takes him a very long time to write these books, uh, even when he was a kid. Yeah, and yeah. I'm Elliot Kalin, appreciator always of Dan's talent as a young man and as an old man, and every point in between, saying thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. <laughs> MaximumFun.org Comedy and culture Artist owned Audience supported